say is Why do we exist? Is it God or is it to be God's or is it to be rich? Are you sure? Is it to be poor? Is it to be wealthy? To be pure or something to endure? Or do you live to be deadly? Or do you have the conscience to see through all of the nonsense? And when they ask how you feel, it's hard not to be honest Or do you live to conquer? Kill any imposter who tries to stop what you're plotting No matter what you were prosper or do you think you're heaven sent? Well, please show me the evidence of this claim that you represent Do you suffer from selfishness? Do you know what direction you're going? Are you a perfectionist? Are you here to play ball? Cause you make it look so effortless Are you the next president? Are you here to destroy? Are you here to create? Are you here to avoid? Are you here to relate? Are you here to be the voice of the people to teach and show them that they have a choice? Or are you just a demon here to deceive the people? Evil is what you feed them as long as you continue breathing Are you here to spread diseases? Cause you had one all your life And you feel that the life that you live is out of spite Are you here to do what's right? Do you question what's right and wrong? I question it all, people, until the questions are gone With that said, when I'm dead, I'll die with questions I answer Like, is there a cure for AIDS or is there a cure for cancer? You believe in the Lord, but the Lord goddamned you Cause it brought you in a world that doesn't understand you They commend you Yeah, so if the, it's just the fact of bringing those mind and body and that energy system back into balance, and it affects any, well, most illnesses that are within the body. Um, and I think there's quite a new school of thought in this as well. There's quite a lot of people that are spending their time researching this area about how we can affect disease in the body through mm. things like hypnosis. Yes. Um, through things like energy healing and energy work, um, particularly there's so there's, there's something that I'm kind of trained in, which is something called command cell therapy, which is a really new area where basically it's about the visualization of things in the body and seeing that part of the body heal, wow. noticing the cells change and really visualizing it. So it's almost like you're commanding the mind to tell the body what to do because it makes, you know, I mean, that idea, there's nothing that happens in the body that the unconscious isn't telling it what to do. Yeah. The heart beats because the mind is telling it to do so. Mm -hmm. That's amazing, so yeah, that is. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole new school that is coming together around this sort of theory. The only issue of sorts is I'm pretty sure there will be um, documented cases of, of success. My fear is of, of big pharma and they're gripping hold within politics and, and within government, et cetera. <laughs> they're like, you know, I mean, look what they've done in regards to holistic healers. I mean, in, in what, two years ago, over a hundred mysteriously died. Really? Oh, did you not know about this, Ruth? No, I don't know about this. Okay. About maybe, I would say two and a half years ago, maximum, over a hundred plus holistic consultants, healers, therapists, died of i would frankly say very suspicious and strange reasons some of them were suicide allegedly um some were uh, once we finished i'll send you an article on it it was yeah it, please do it was it was concerning it, it, it was very yeah. concerning um so as i say big farmer you know big farmer is big farmer because mm -hmm. they uh are producing synthesized versions of real substances and passing mm -hmm. them off as medicine and it's a huge business as you know young lady yeah yeah definitely and um like i because 
it's difficult, isn't it? Because there is there's two sides to, to to that sort of prescription yeah. argument. Like I genuinely don't think that anybody should have to suffer um, pain or feeling, you know, or suffer bad mental health. I think if you are at a point where you feel like you need some help and you go to the GP, I think it's bearing in mind that your GP is a general practitioner. Yes. So they are going to try and give you something that is going to help that at that moment. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be like sertraline. It's going to be something that is, you know, prescribed. You're going to have an anti-anxiety or, you know, an antipsychotic or whatever it is. And sometimes mm. there is many, many parts of our mental health that sometimes if people have bipolar or, it's all these kind of big medical terms like those pharmaceuticals and are important and they help people mm-hmm. and, and I think it is about understanding that everything there is no wrong here you can do whatever it is that feels right for you as we said before yes but yeah. take into consideration that I don't think sometimes that pharmaceuticals are the long-term answer well, that's more of the approach or the frame of thought or the reference points I'm coming from is, yeah, potentially as a as a temporary measure, of course, yeah. aspirin, paracetamol, that stuff, how, you know, it works, ibuprofen, it works. But for people to be on antipsychotic medication for 30, 40, 50, 60 years, yeah. and, you know, you've got some of them and who have... You know, it's, it isn't, that, that isn't, that, that isn't helping somebody, I don't think. I think no. we need to kind of give that more attention to detail to understand the, how, how to access and resolve whatever is being causing these issues in the first place and try and help people in that way I think everybody d- d- deserves that level of care and I think that's kind of coming on to it that that's probably one of the biggest reasons why I went from being in the clinical treatment side of things to really leaving that behind me um because I basically kind of would sit there and see patients and see clients and you know you kind of really we're never really making that much of an impact. Just never felt like we were getting to be able to see somebody and then seeing them just be be done, be like, be on their journey, be feeling really great. And my search for, my search for that, my search to, 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 to try and help people to really recover, to really feel like they were getting back on track, to really feel like they had, you know, um, the cape the coping mechanisms and, and and treatments to be able to improve their own lives and, and improve their own mental health really sent me down that holistic road I went from being somebody that would see people you know with CBT to then doing um, hip um, clinical hypnosis which then led into even you know, the, the even delving into the deeper parts of the unconscious mind which mm. I think as soon as you go down that rabbit hole you literally are like Alice um, <laughs> and you do you know as soon as you start looking into your conscious that's when you start to realize like wow like what have I been missing here mm. and now it's a case of that you know I see people and they're coming they can have something that's been really really causing them years and years of 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 uh, of depression of anxiety of real kind of negative beliefs about themselves and we'll sit down and we'll kind of go through it we'll dig around with a bit of hypnosis we'll really find out what's going on in the unconscious mind we'll bring it up we'll dissolve it down they'll work through it 
then we kind of clear all the junk out of the energy out of their body and within sort of like you know four five six sessions six max you've got somebody that walked in that was feeling like they couldn't continue to then somebody walking out feeling like the world is the most amazing place for them the shift that happens so quickly is amazing and it literally just turned everything that I did upside down I, I, I completely sort of um stepped away from those talking therapies really um and went fully and totally into this wonderful realm where we are finally kind of waking up to and I think there's a lot more people we're seeing you know after we've kind of had the year that we've had so many people yes we've had a terrible time but we've also had a moment where we could take a step back and really start to reconnect with a bit, you know, our natural surroundings to take moments where we didn't have to work, going to work all the time. Um, and I think from that, quite a lot of people have had a bit of an awakening. A forced awakening, fortunately. Yeah, it feels like it. I think a lot of people have gone, do you know what, actually, I'm going to go and try some of these other techniques. I'm going to go and try um, and explore what mind you know that spirit that soul work i guess that it, that it can be compared to as well so yeah it, i think that sort of shift has really taken place yeah and um and i love it i think i just think it's honestly the difference when you're using the combination of you know those real ancient holistic practices to help in in the healing journey compared to just trying to kind of flounder around with the with the talking therapies and with pharmaceuticals is a massive difference mm. and the pharmaceutical companies are probably going to be a little bit scared of that that's probably why mm. you know they don't really want a lot of people to know that actually you can do a lot of your own healing work naturally with, without this that that's the scary part as I, as I alluded to earlier because it's we rely on so so we externalize so much stuff when we've we've got it right within us yeah we've, we've got the keys to you know true success within ourselves <laughs> but you know we've been beaten and and subjugated into thinking and believing or belying that the government, the prime minister, the teacher, the headmaster, <laughs> those are the people in position and they're there to help you to be the best person that you can be. Whereas in real in reality, they should be there as guiding points. Like what, what's your mm -hmm. purpose as a young child through the, the education system, which I call the fooling system, unfortunately. They should be <laughs> saying like, okay, what's this young, what does young Timmy like? You know what, what what can we see in regards to his potential is he yeah. book smart is he a, a hands-on kind of person let's lead him down to the path where he's going to be successful where he's going to enjoy his career rather than just having a job you know they're not creating that kind of yeah. individual person it's what we need now in the next 10 years we need people in call centers so what we're going to start doing is we're going to flood the schools with computer and technology. So we'll get used, you will get the youth used to sitting down in cubicles, just typing away, you know, playing games and stuff. And then the job opportunities for these young children or young adults at the time are going to be sitting in little cubicles, tapping away at little keys, answering calls. 
yeah that is right I've never yeah you, you know that is a terrifying analogy to think on a hope is <laughs> I genuinely kind of I think it is massively important that the ability to come back to those natural environments outside of like you said those little booze and thinking about what it is possible for you to aspire to I guess yes I think it's really important that the education that happens at, at home um, as well as at school is one of understanding that what you believe is what is powerful mm-hmm. because human belief is the strongest oh, yeah. force there is to propel you know global change as well as personal private change it's about what you believe and if you've got a strong belief that something good is going to happen or you can you can you see yourself being this person that is achieving these things it's really hard for that not to come to into action oh yeah and um, the ripple effects of that, that most importantly, the, the you have personal success and 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 goal, um, you know, attaining certain goals. But people can see what you're doing, and they can see yeah. that there's a potential change. You know, what what's what's Ruth doing now? How, how, wait a minute. When I saw her five years ago, and she was all <laughs> in, she was prescribing medication and stuff. And <laughs> what's she doing now? You know, wow, this is this is cool. This is new age. I like this. Yeah. You know, let me give you know. I'm gonna drop her a message and see what's going on. How can I be involved in this? And and you know that those sparks that go out are genuinely like the you know in the realms that I work in, like I call that like an that is energy. Mm. Like the spark that you give off when you are passionate and you are talking about something that you really love is the inspiration spark it's infectious it goes out to so many people how many times have you been sat there and you've been i don't know you're having a coffee with you with your friend you're talking about something that you're really passionate about and you can see and almost feel that the person next to you on another table is kind of earwigging in yeah it becomes like a, a chain reaction of something that is really powerful um and it's just buzzing off that energy off that vibration that you are giving out to somebody else when you really are like when you believe it when you know that what you're doing has purpose Mm -hmm. I think that's a really kind of point as well like it doesn't matter what you do as long as we we use this term a lot so like the thought that you are asking and inviting your energy and your unconscious mind and everything about you to put you on a path that's going to be for your highest purpose Mm. And everybody's, when we say those words, you know, words are always the most powerful things that we, to use. We think in words, therefore, yeah. that's, what's, that's the kind of communication that we need. So words or visualisation. But like the highest purpose, that is different for every single person. There's not one person that has the same highest purpose as, a, as another one when we say those words in our minds. Mm-hmm. Some, some people might not even know what that possibly could be but you know what it might feel like to say the words what is my highest purpose i'm just gonna for today i'm gonna really kind of focus on changing my energy and thinking about everything coming to me that is going to be of my highest purpose mm. and it instantly shifts you from being one of negative thinking that nothing good ever happens to me yes or 
that's not possible. I can't do that. That's never going to work out. To being like, do you know what? I don't know what's going to happen. But if I invite the highest purpose for me, and I feel like it feels good. And if it feels good, then we're going to start the ball rolling into having more times that feel good. Mm. And before you know it, you start believing that you're meant to feel good. Yes. Before you know it, everything else around you starts in, you know, unraveling to be things that make you feel good. You start drawing those things into you. Looking and at it just like it's like this big conveyor belt of chain reaction that yeah. is just started by a single spark, a single thought. Definitely light, as I say, light attracts light. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. 100%. <laughs> you know, so as you say, you you know, you're at a table, you're having a good old chin wag, and based upon the energy, the vibration, you might get the waiter or waitress come over and just linger about a little bit yeah. more than usual. Yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 the tables are eye hugging, people are coming in and they're, yeah, we want to sit over that way. We want to sit over. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to sit by the door. I we want, want to know where that, where, where that light is. Exactly. You know? Exactly. But and it's... I think that, that, that's one of the first points of core, I think, for lots of people. If you are in a dark place, it is the understanding that you have power. You have power to change just by changing one thought that you are thinking about, just by focusing on one different thought mm-hmm. and with going over it and reverberating it and really linking onto it. You have the power to change your chemical makeup, to change what your hormones are producing in your body, to change yourself, to feel better, to feel good about something. That's empowering. It's massively empowering. Like when I first kind of started down this road and I found that out, I was like, oh my God, what have I been doing? Yeah. What have I been doing this whole time? Yes. I didn't realise that, you know, just by changing what I think about daily, I could change what my moods are, what what I'm feeling, the amount of emotion in my in my body. You know, which so- could then change if I've got, you know, disease in my body, which could then change the energy, which then changes what I'm attracting in. So I start getting really good stuff because I'm mm. thinking good stuff. It's for some people who will be listening back to this, they're going to be so intrigued and they'll be thinking, <laughs> oh my God, this sounds wonderful. There'll be some people who may be in a dark place and they can't necessarily relate to what we're saying. So yeah. an example will be, I think everyone can pretty much relate to this. Two examples. When you complete a task, so let's say you're doing a, a jigsaw puzzle and you put that last piece in. Those endorphins that start to blow and I've done it. I've started yeah. with nothing and now I have the complete picture. That's yeah. one element of it. On the physical yeah. side, when we work out and train, exercise, but serotonin yeah. levels, that adrenaline that we get, that wonderful feeling of I did it. I pushed myself, you know, I did that mile walk or that mile run or I pushed that extra 5kg, I did that extra rep. That feeling of achievement, of of physical um, pleasure is, it's it's one in the same in regards to that idea and that physical effect of what you could mentally before it became physical, before it was manifested in the physical realm, we first had to think about it. Yeah. And by thinking about it, those that thought becomes electrical current, which then yeah. moves the body for it to do what we want yeah. it to do. 
and it starts the momentum so I always use it, this this analogy like and there will, will be like I said there'll be people listening and I just want to say like I you know I have been in dark places I don't think there's anybody that is that lives on this planet that hasn't been in dark places mm-hmm. where you've had to literally feel like you've got to scramble and try and drag yourself out and there's days where you think do you know what I just cannot I haven't even got the the capacity to put a structured thought together because your mind's racing everywhere and it's too much. And the one thing I, I would say, one of the biggest sort of things that you can do at that point is like you have to start to understand what it means to breathe. Breath. Breath is your first point, point, point of call because it allows you to focus your mind on just what it feels like as the air comes in your body and out the body and in and out. And in the same way, the tides are pulled by that moon and they go in and they go out and they go in and they go out. And if you can just spend as long as you can, you know, coming, using that sort of mindfulness technique to really focus on the breath, what happens is that that buzz, those bees that are going around all those kind of displaced thoughts and rapid fire thoughts, what happens is it comes out of high alert and it starts to calm. And then you get a second, you, you get like a pocket to be able to, to implant a thought that's going to feel better, just something like I'm safe, mm. I'm calm, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. Just keep repeating things that are going to be, it's like you've got to start putting the program into your mind and yes. telling it what it needs to think about, but it won't do that until it is out of that, of that sort of, um, that, high alert state and the way the only the like the most natural way to come up it which is in everybody's ability is to literally stop close your eyes down mm-hmm. what does it feel like when the air comes in and when it goes out is it warm or cold when it comes in is it warm or cold when it goes out do i breathe in quickly and out slowly just like oh overthinkers are my favorite like overthinking is the biggest superpower that you have because if you can overthink negatively, then it's exactly the same yes. process to overthink positively. <laughs> and we're gonna and you use the exact same thing, but just on the opposite wheel. Hundred mm. percent agree with that. Hundred percent agree with that. Um without giving any medical advice for someone or for people out there who have who are currently on medication for mental health. Yeah what would be some of the, the the keys or other options for them to maintain normal mental health outside of medication if they've been on it for a number of years oh i would definitely well normal i don't i never use that word well, yeah yeah i know i need to catch me on that <laughs> but i know what you mean to a healthier mental health state yes. First and foremost, never come off any medication without consulting your doctor. It's very, very, it can be super dangerous if you've been on anything for a long time. Um, I would specifically say one of the first point of calls for everybody, like the gateway, is starting to focus on any kind of meditation. We've got to calm everything down. We've got to start to understand what, what it feels like to be calm, to be truly calm. Um, some people kind of turn around and go, oh, you know, I just can't meditate. I just can't relax. I can never relax. You need to go to a good teacher because if you can go to sleep, you can relax. So it's just about understanding what the physical um, cues are, the physical practices to get your body and your mind into that state. Um, 
then I would absolutely say another kind of area to really look at is either hypnotherapy or as I mentioned before something like EMDR we need to work out where the root cause is as to why you feel this way right now and there'll be many many root causes so you know there could be anything in the in there it could be something from childhood which is nine times out of ten it is um might not you know it could be something that happened that was a loss that was that's overwhelming um so i would look at going to speak to somebody like that and then i'd also look at your environment what is going on in your environment that is maybe a bit too much that you've taken on and if we can start to bring balance back into those three parts it will really help you to re-establish um, a healthy sense of self-awareness and sense of, of sort of you know, that self-development to be able to look after your own mental health in the future. But I would definitely suggest the first point, point of call for anybody is starting to look at, at meditation because it is, it's a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain the difference between, I guess, if you could call it a standard meditation and a guided mm -hmm. meditation? Okay, so, I mean, meditation is like, there is so many different ways to do it. Meditation is basic meditation, hypnosis and daydreaming and mindfulness. They're all branches of the same tree. It's about the conscious mind starting to quieten down and the mm -hmm. unconscious mind starting to take over. So a guided meditation is when somebody is directing you throughout that journey. So they're telling you to focus on your breath. They're telling you visualizations to think about. Um, other meditation practices are, are you just kind of sitting there in quiet yourself. Maybe you want to put some music on and you just want to focus on your breath and just start to focus on the sensations of the body. And try when thoughts come in, we just sort of let them go and then come back to a physical motion like the breath or maybe like something that is a sound that is a very small sound that you can hear but what we're looking for more than anything else is the practice and that's where people kind of get confused it's like in yoga if you were going to do a headstand you wouldn't do it on your first class <laughs> you're going to build up yes so don't, you, you, you know don't just kind of give up on, on, on meditation because you did five minutes and you didn't feel like you can switch off it's a practice it's climbing a ladder as long as you can start to make pockets and are 100% of an advocate for the morning, as soon as you open your eyes, that is the most important time of the day, because what you put into your mind and your energy at that point is going to be what's going to carry you and either grow or, um, you know, grow for the positive or, or grow for the negative yes. throughout, the, throughout, throughout the day. So making a choice in, in the morning to take five minutes to sit on the edge of the bed or to stay in bed even and just focus on feeling that really nice settled calmness in the body that stillness and you can do that through guided or unguided meditation um excellent and just kind of giving yourself the best start that you can it's like if you were you know if you're a runner or you're going to do a marathon, you, you want to have your breakfast first. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. You're going to have your breakfast and you've got to warm up as well. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and your mind needs to either kind of go, right, what, what am I going to program to it? Never forget your mind is yours to control and, and to command. It is under your control. 
So, and I know sometimes that we feel like it isn't, it feels like it totally rules us. But if you can start understanding that, that what you put into it is a program. Yes. And then it's going to take that and it's going to kind of change your body to seat it. And then all your energy around you is going to be affected by it. And then from that, not only that, the people that you meet, they're going to, you're going to bump that, that their energy and boost them maybe. Or you're going to start drawing towards you things that you really wanted. And all of a sudden, a conversation will happen and you'll be like, oh my God, that's what exactly what I wanted to tap. Yes. Because I'm in a really good positive vibration and everything in my body, in my mind, in my energy is all working in the same way. Have you noticed, um, Ruth, recently in the last few years, how quickly um, synchronism is taking place? <laughs> yes. <laughs> definitely a lot of synchronicity is going on and I do like as like I said I think a lot of people are waking up to this stuff like I think the term manifestation and I think since you know dare I say it but since the book The Secret came out oh, it gosh. <laughs> lit a light for people that would never be into that stuff yeah um but you know anything that raises the vibrations of anybody is a great amazing thing to, to happen mm. you know on a spiritual slash religious standpoint, yeah. Ruth, what is your what was you, what is your ideology or belief system that oh. you're currently in? <laughs> I think I think we have to. I think when we go down this journey, particularly in my personal journey in in this, there is obviously an element that is highly spiritual within it. Um, when I talk about energy, when I talk about the universe, I'm talking about uh my belief in a force that is connecting you know me with that universe around me mm-hmm. and I believe that what I ask for and when I trust and put faith into it I know I get the results from that now would I necessarily say that that is God in in in, in a Christian religious form mm-hmm. um I don't know yet. I'm still working that out, if I'm honest. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I think I just know and connect 100% with spirit. To a creator force. That's all to good. To a creator force, yeah. yeah. No, that's all good. I mean, I, I'm one who that doesn't definitely doesn't like labels and stuff, so yeah. I try and stay away from that. But I would agree. Um as and this is just my opinion this is just my humble opinion as long as you're kind of you know striving to do the the, the best you know you don't you're not looking to harm people or you know you you know you want to leave a legacy of 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 righteousness of sorts that's that's a good way to put it you know it, it's all good you know um yeah believing in in a singular creator force in in my opinion makes the, the most spiritual and logical sense um there's so many people who especially now in this gregorian year of 2021 with all this information that we've got access to and so many influencers we have so many people who are shunning a creator force a a a, a cathartic god and are saying oh it's all science are you are you people crazy you know sky daddy no like you know there was a big bang and you know 
you know, mm -hmm. single cell organisms formed and then so for some strange reason, by coincidence, we created complex life and, you know, uh, mammals and yeah. it's, it's like, come on, this is intelligent. We can see intelligent design absolutely everywhere. Yeah. We, we would be ignorant to try and deny such effects. I agree with that completely. And I, get, um, I think it's really interesting as well, though, that like there's so many there's so many parts to when you start working with energy and you start working in different realms and like when you know my, my hypnosis work that I do clients that I have when we go into like past life regression which can be absolutely wild um and it's all kind of those things that are that are locked within within the unconscious within the energy and you you have to there, there is no point that I don't have faith. I think that's the thing. It's like it's having faith and belief in something mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean I have to pinpoint what that something is specifically. And as human beings, as mankind, we we are in a rush to label and understand absolutely <laughs> yeah. everything. So I I can. I can accept that, you know, especially, you know, as you say, words are powerful, you know, letters coming together, a spell, you know, a spell together to create words. Um, and yes. they have so much power. The, uh, the English, the modern English language that we're, we're utilizing is excellent. It's an excellent means of communication. Um, but at the same time, it is, it's quite deceptive. It can be very deceptive. Yeah. Um, and people not understanding words. And an example I bring up so many different times. Thanks for taking the time to tune into CFR Network. If you enjoyed the content, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And if you ain't already, most definitely share. If you'd like to go that step further and to support the broadcast, go over to sbmentality.com and go get yourself some merch. And also go check out my sponsor over at Instagram, Supreme of the UK. Thank you for your continued support.